Hi, this is Hunter from the Watchmen podcast. Now, it's not a podcast about the comic book, but I thought it was a clever play on words. Twice a week, you can pull up a chair and join the conversation with myself and a group of friends as we each pick a different movie or TV show of personal and cultural interest. After we're done with the review, stick around as we rank each one and assign it a snack. What makes The Dark Knight a cheese it and near the top of the list? You'll have to listen to find out. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so feel free to give us a try. What is up, people? Welcome to another episode of Short and Spooky. Hey. Hey, this is the show where we talk about anthology shows from the 80s, from the 90s, and sometimes from the 2000s. Oh, you didn't let me do that. What? Oh, yeah. I just uh, big dicked you there. <sighs> you finally got even with me. Uh, I am uh, nice. Johnny Junk. Nice to... Junk you? Yeah, Junk you. And I'm sitting here with uh, Mr. Tommy Trash. Yeah, the Trash Man's here. It's uh, It's time to pick it up. Yeah. And we have some decent trash today. To, to spill? Yeah. Uh, you remember way back in the day when we first came up with our alter egos? Yeah. From the uh, is Silence little... is Golden? Yep. Yeah. Well, well, that was the first episode I picked for us to do. That was a Freddy's Nightmares. That was weird, and that was our first foray into Freddy's Nightmares. But The whole second act with like the mime bank rubber. It's kind of rough. Yeah, it, it was just like this odd, weird transition that they tried to like force the plot together. Yeah, that's how all the episodes are. But today is another shock jock episode. Well, before that, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying that how it's are exciting. You? I'm great. Yeah. How are you? I'm well. I have to wake up early tomorrow. Well, that sucks. Yeah. For uh, work. Yeah. And you're off too, huh? Yeah, I get to put my feet up and sleep in. Oh, nice. Don't call me. Um, but no, yeah, I won't call you. Surely. Got it. Um, but yeah, any plans for your day off? Hmm. I don't know. I've been doing a lot of writing lately, so I'll probably keep doing that. Oh, yeah. We'll get to plug that at the end of, um, once you actually put something out. Oh, yeah. I'm working on a cartoon, people. It's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And eventually I will be there for a meeting and probably fall asleep or something like that. Yeah. You need to write something. I will. I will. I will. I will. I will. Especially now because once I beat Breath of the Wild, I'm going to just be like pulling my. Are you almost out. done with that game? Yeah, I have, um, uh, I maxed out my stamina, and I have, I think, about, like, 18, uh, heart vessels, and so I'm ready to, you know, I gotta take out one more Divine Beast, and then it's on to Ganon. Is that what you call it when you're jerking off? Yep, my Divine Beast. (laughs) Yep. Oh, yeah. And then, what would Ganon be, then? Uh, your balls. Okay, I was (laughs) gonna say, like, a cheese pizza. (laughs) After jerking it off, it's off to the cheese pizza. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, um, I'm definitely gonna need something to fill it in. I've not touched my Xbox besides for Netflix or anything like that, so I have no desire to play any of those games. Um, You're a regular gamer, man. You ever thought about doing a Twitch channel? Yeah, but then people have to see my face. Yeah, well, you could uh, always put on makeup or have something else going on. Like... I, am, I am a good, I'm an attractive man. Thank you. <laughs> um, no, uh, I've thought about it. it. It seems like fun, but I don't know. I don't. Everything should be monetized nowadays. You don't know that? Yeah, right. Um, have you ever thought about doing it? Yeah, I have. I don't play video games very often, but I figure, what the hell, if I'm going to play a video game, at least I'm putting something out and being creative and constructive with my passive You have a activity. webcam? Uh, no, but they're super cheap. There's, like, kits you can get that are just meant for streaming that, like, it hooks up to your console and stuff like that. Oh, cool. It makes it pretty easy. Hey, speaking of webcams. Uh, yeah, the world's oldest webcam. The first webcam. We... 
have a, a 2001 webcam in this one. Yes. And um, who knows, when they filmed this, this could have been 2000. Yeah. It was uh, pretty good. But anyway, we're doing our Night Visions November. Very exciting. Um, a whole month of just watching one show. Yeah. Night Visions. And, and this one you picked out because we got one of our favorite people that we've had in, in uh, what, what was the series that we had him in? Uh, it was The Outer Limits, where yeah. he had a, a robot body. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Robocop. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this is uh, Night Visions, uh, Dead Air, and the second part is called Renovation. It's season one, episode two, and this aired in July 12th, 2001. Very and let's good. get our drinking, drinking game. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I have one that I think is just going to probably be my own co- only contribution for the most part. Okay, go ahead. Um, oh, no, I have two. Anytime he's eating or drinking while on air... <laughs> which is okay the entire time uh-huh like the, the, the not to get too far ahead but it starts out he's like crunching on crackers while on like with, with this microphone headset i miss the crackers oh he's like he's crunching right at the start no wonder nobody listens yeah and then um uh what was i gonna say uh every t- oh every time they show a webcam shot that is on their website yeah i don't understand anyway what do you got uh, every time they have play a full song. Oh yeah, take a drink. They play a big bopper. Yeah, they play a couple ones. Uh, uh, and then they every time Laura calls. Yeah, take a drink because like she'll call, hang up, call again, all that. It's a little yeah. suspicious. Yep. Um, and then I'll save my other second half drinking game for yeah. the second half. Okay. Um. But uh, yeah, this one you picked out, like I said, and it starts off. And he is just a smug little jerk. Yeah. Um, I wrote here, my first note is, God, LDP, which, by the way, that's what we call Lou Diamond Phillips around here, LDP, Yeah. Uh, is so good at being an obnoxious asshole. Yeah, he must just, like, it must be normal. You know, he does that little face. Yeah. It's like I, his purse has thin little lips out. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's like, I'm the shock jock that likes to scare my listeners. And Did you like, catch his name? Uh, Tom Farrell? Symbol? No. I, I thought he had, like, Tom Hi-Hat or some shit like that, like his his nickname. I have it right here. Um, his name is Tom Fallor. Fallor. But, like... It, I, I feel like he changed it halfway through the episode. Maybe he did. Or uh, the writers did. <laughs> the writers quit halfway through this episode. Yeah. Couldn't tell. Um, so, yeah, he works at a radio station, and uh, it's Freaky Friday or whatever, so he's having callers call in to tell him scary stories. And I guess it should be mentioned that his show is uh, from 3 to 4 a.m., and then from 4 to 10, it's just dead air. No, 4 to 6. 4 to 6, rather. Yeah. So they And they name drop that, like, right away. Yeah. Like, like within two minutes, they're like, oh, this is dead air after That's that. That's right. You got to have that titty line. Yep. That's the roll credits. But yeah, he, he like is making fun of our first caller is this like kind of bumbling, stuttering, stuttering uh, person who's like, oh, I put uh, duct tape over for his mouth, and you know he's gurgling blood after when I was like at the first cut and these things, and he's just like, like, like uh, those reality shows that are like, you know, like like Simon, whatever the goddamn guy's name is. Cowell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's sort of, he's sort of like that thing where he just like instantly cuts the person off and is like, oh, nope. 
I don't like it. He's a shock jock. He's a brash asshole. That's what people want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, LDP cuts him off, and then he hangs up the phone on him. Uh, and then we meet Pete, who's the uh, custodian over oh, there yeah. at the radio station. The radio station is KLED. KL- yes. Uh, 106.4. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, does that even, isn't it always like odd, The this after the decimals, isn't it always like odd digits? I don't know. Because I'm like, I've heard like 104.1, you know, 97.5. All these things. There's never. Maybe you're right. There's never a four, huh? But there is an actual real life K, uh, KLED. Oh, what kind of music do they play? I don't know. I didn't. Uh, it didn't. Say. I hope it's oldies. Oh yeah, I love the soundtrack of this episode. Yeah, yeah. Of the songs that we get to hear, full songs, back to back, full songs, a couple times too. Yeah, I think we're alone now. Ah, uh, what a great song! The original one yeah. too, not the downtown. The, yep, downtown's a great song too. Um. I didn't write any of them down. I'm just trying to go off memory here. But uh, Pete, the custodian, he's wrapping up, mopping the floor, and he's looking forward to meeting his girlfriend, Nadine. And uh, and LDP's, love... LDP's like, would she still look like a man and have, like, man glasses or something like that? He goes, oh, yeah, with the porcupine haircut and the big square man glasses. And then she's actually, like, kind of cute. Kind of, I guess. I mean, she's not like, because I got them thinking. She's not a babe. Be, yeah, she's not a, no, she's not. Um, anyway, uh, we meet, that's when we meet Nadine. Yes. Porcupine uh, hair, big square man glasses. And she's just not having any of his shit. He, he, you know, she just storms off, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, does she even say a, a sentence? No, she just comes in, hears uh, LDP talking shit about him, and then she leaves uh, uh, midway through, and... Uh, she gets soaked by the rain, and Pete gets all upset. He goes, you know, someday you're going to say too much. You're going to, like, piss somebody off, and then you're going to be sorry. Yeah. It's kind of a little uh, foreshadowing there. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, then uh, this this is where things feel, like, just goofy. This is where the webcam shows up. Yeah. And I was confused about whether we're led to believe that this webcam just takes pictures randomly, and they put them on their website at a a couple minutes later. Yeah, it takes minutes to upload a picture. But also, like, is it just taking pictures of him sitting Cause there? Because that's, that's what happens is, like, at, later on in the episode, there's a scene where, like, he, someone's behind him, mm-hmm. and he's not anywhere near a camera or a, a computer to, to activate this webcam, and there's suddenly a still shot of this person behind him. Maybe somebody... I don't know, cause you're, cause it see, maybe I'm wrong, but I remember him, like, hitting a keyboard to take the picture. That, that, so, initially. Yeah. So, so I guess if we're stretching our... Um, oh, by the way, if you haven't seen this episode, the webcam is not a video camera. It is a web still frame photo. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, his head... This is a DJ. His headset is like the one from like the yellow Walkman. Oh, yeah. That's like doesn't cover that, his ears. Yeah, the ones that like slice your ears open if you touch the little metal part that extends it. Um, how does this guy have a job? Because he's a loudmouth piece of shit, and it's in the middle of the night. So, like, if you're recording from 3 to 4 a.m. and nobody's listening. Did I, you like that part when uh, when he's, like, just sits back down and puts his headphones on, and he's, he's like, my job here is to keep people awake. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. I, th- I feel like there would be there is probably so much good found footage, or, like, forgotten footage, I guess you could say, of, of him just, like... Freestyling? Freestyling, yeah. I bet it was pretty good. But yeah, anyway. The weird stuttering dude calls again uh, and starts trying to continue the story, but LDB cuts him off. 
yet again. Is this before or after he has the uh, the Groucho Marx glasses on? Yeah, he puts on Groucho Marx glasses, and it's like, that is completely random. He does a number of times through the episode, he does uh, like like a strange accent. He does like the one that's like almost like like a like a 90 2000s like almost homophobic kind of uh voice. Oh, it's very feminine. Very lispy. feminine. That's what I should have said. Uh-huh. But then yeah, so th- th- this is when we get our first call from Laura. Take a drink. Uh yeah, Laura is a uh, college girl. Sorority uh, girl. Sorority girl and she says her friend went out to go get something. Lisa to get some drinks and she's home alone. So LDP's listening to her story because she's talking about being alone and then she hears something and then you hear a crash and LDP jumps because the thunder strikes at the same time. It's raining, by the way. Um, and the girl on the phone, Laura, just goes, oh, sorry about that. I thought it was maybe something scary, but it just turned out to be the pizza guy. Yeah. And she goes, the pizza just showed up. And then at that exact moment, the pizza shows up at the radio station. Yeah. And he's like, um, I didn't order a pizza. And like, no, that's the address. Also, it's paid for. And, he, and he's like, okay. I'm like, that would be the best. I thought the uh, delivery boy looked a lot like uh, Chris Farley. Chris Farley. I, do, I wrote that in the same thing. I was like, oh, is this like old? Like, this is actually from like 97 or something like that? Well, he has a brother who's done a couple things. Yeah, not but a lot. It's not him. Yeah, it's not. I looked it up. It's like Tom. Oh, Malcolm Scott. There you go. Older brother of Michael Scott. Real true story. No, yeah. Um, I, I was trying to think of what he's been in before. Oh, he, I looked it up. It's nothing. Watchmen, RV. He was in Superman, Alone in the Dark. Uh, he stopped working. Yeah, what a movie star. <laughs> he was the cook in, in Watchmen. He's fat thug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so. Uh, he takes the pizza, he brings it inside, and he does something that I don't think anybody has ever done, where you just crack open the edge of a pizza box and stick your hand inside without looking at your pizza. The pizza box that someone ran, like mysteriously sent to your place of work, you're like, I don't need to check it out. Who doesn't look at their food? It's the best. Yeah, you're not even sure if it's the right pizza until you look at it. Opening the pizza box is like the big reveal. That's like pulling your dick out, and it looks good. <laughs> or it doesn't look good. It's like pulling your dick through the fly of your pants instead of pulling your pants down. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it said the opposite of that is, um, or something similar is when you take a poop completely naked. That's it just a, feels weird. Yeah, it does feel weird. I remember I was uh, in my college, my freshman year, our suite, I was sitting next to, I was taking a poop at the same time as my friend Tyler. Uh huh. Not in the same stall. Sure. Adjoining stalls. Mm hmm. Looking to and, each and other's he had eyes. Just, he had just gotten out of the shower, and he's like, it's so weird. I've never done this before. I'm like, what? And he's like, I'm pooping with no clothes on. I was like, that is weird. You feel free as a bird. I don't I, I remember, because, you know, it's happened once or twice. I don't like it. You need to have the, the boxer briefs around your uh, your ankles. Just to make you feel relaxed? Yeah. Well, in case I need to run away from something, I can trip and fall, and then I'm just exposed. The way you like to be. Oh no, don't grab me. Ooh, I slipped. Um, yeah, pizza guy. So they slide his hand in, and uh, as uh, he's eating this pizza, take a drink, uh, Laura calls back and she says, She just got a pizza, and she goes, Ew. And this is the big boppers playing during this time, right? 
I I forget. Didn't I didn't he, write any of the songs. Didn't he play the Big Bopper? No, he played Richie Valens. Oh, I was hoping that was like a nice little homage. Yeah. But no, yeah, he uh what's he what's he the most famous for? I think that's it. I think it's La Bamba. La Bamba? Yeah. And his hot daughter. Yeah, his daughter's smoking hot. Yeah. That's, well, obviously. Well, she could be smoking. She could be a smoker. <laughs> we don't condone this. She's all, hey, hey. Wow, good impression. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so He takes the littlest bites of it, too. You can tell, like, that like been on set. And the, the pizza itself, like, that's like the, the slice that he actually does eat. It just doesn't, it just, it's completely flat. It it doesn't bend, it doesn't do what pizza should do, where it kind of I'm dip. sure it's cold. Oh, yeah, and he, he tastes, like, the littlest tiny bites. You can tell he's, like... That's how he eats, I bet you, with that. That's not how he looks like such a prick when still eats. He's like, oh, stupid like a little, little fucking f- grin. A little gerbil. Yeah. Or like the squirrels that were eating your pumpkin the other day. That's true. True mm-hmm. story. It sounds weird to anyone that didn't hear the last couple. Don't worry about it. Um, so Laura says, uh, oh my God, there's a fucking rat on top of my pizza. A dead rat. And then LDP laughs and then he looks at his pizza box and there's a dead rat on his pizza too. Yeah. Did this was my probably my favorite part? Is he t- so he's been eating this pizza that has this dead rat on the other half of it, and he takes a napkin and just like three times like wipes his tongue up. He's like, <laughs> yeah, that's enough. Yep. Like I would be throwing up. I'd be losing well, my shit. I would go stick my finger down my throat and then immediately drive to the hospital. <laughs> and this is coming from someone who's not been to the hospital in fourteen years. So you miss it? Yeah. That's how you get me there, John. You just figure out how to get me to the hospital for a checkup. Okay. Put a rat on my pizza. But you know I'm checking that pizza first. I know you are. That's why I want to do the slow reveal with Pizza Box. We ate a pizza the other day together. We did. Yeah. Yeah, we, we did. We, we just became <laughs> part of a, a new committee at work, and we get pizza once a month now because we, we get together and make sure everyone's being safe and, and sound. Yeah, that's right. So if we work with you, deal with that, sucker. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Um, so LDP sees the dead rat. He knows what's going on now. Laura calls back and says someone's broke into her house and someone's written on her mirror in lipstick that she's going to be killed. Yeah. And and this is when he starts to kind of get freaked out and like, wait, you're like a a scary story DJ. And like the slightest little thing, like, they're like, oh, there's lipstick on the mirror. And he's like, "Uh, I'm jumping. "Uh." So, um, and it's also 3.50 in the morning this time. He's a total pussy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she, she's like, I, I think Lisa came back with, like, muddy shoes on or something like that. Oh, and then bloody shoes. But it's blood. Yeah, and, she, and she's, like, talking to the phone and, and, like, slips. And she slips in the blood. Slips in the blood. Which I'll talk about in just a minute. Yeah, okay, so just to touch on real quick, um, so that the, the first, like, thing with the with the pizza happens right after she tells him about it which is which is great and then subsequently all the other ones are happening at the exact same time well as ldp's having them but 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 they'll hint at like okay there's gonna be bloody footprints and it takes like three or four minutes for it to be like oh look bloody footprints yeah so all the things that laura's talking about are seem to be happening to ldp uh, so when she says that someone's inside her house with bloody shoes, he starts looking around the, uh, 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 studio. Oh, this is also when, um, 
we get one of the most fun references. Uh, what is that? Blair Witch. Oh, which one? He goes, someone's been watching the Blair Witch lately. <laughs> and that came out in 99. This came out in 2001. And I was like, man. That was the scariest movie at that, the time. That, that terrified me. I always thought it was, I was underwhelmed by it. I was guess I had high hopes. I think for like the first, like, the, I, like the first time I saw it, before I like looked it up or anything, I thought it was real. Yeah. I was like. I knew it wasn't, though. I yeah, was, see, I didn't, I didn't have the internet probably until a year or two later. So then I could look it up online and be like, no, this was written by people. These are all actors that you can see their pictures. And then I finally slept for one night. Very good. Without the nightlight on. Oh, really? We were talking about your nightlight a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, What's up, bud? There's a scene. It doesn't make any damn sense. Uh, but the LDP. No, LDP. Uh, he's looking at the LED, like fluorescent lights, and it says KLED. But then he looks at it in a mirror, and it says dead FM. Yeah, I kept on like trying to like, let, like be like, wait, is, is would this, that work? Does this work? No, it doesn't work at all. No, not it's at all. It's just stupid. I, I, I was like, because you know that's the whole thing is like she has the this thing written in the mirror. But why wouldn't it say K D E D K dead? Wouldn't that be better? I thought it was. I thought it was killed. I got it Killed. I guess. I was like, you don't need the mirror fucking aspect of it. Killed. I guess it could be killed. Um. So, also, uh, he drinks his coffee. Oh, yeah, and there's a fucking dead rat in there. And I was so grossed out by this. It, like, got me. It was the perfect size cup for a dead rat, huh? <laughs> Just right to the brim. Yeah, and, and he, he drinks his coffee black. And then he should have wiped his tongue off a little bit. That's I all wrote that down. I was like, where's his tongue wipes? That'll clear it up. So he that's starts like getting COVID, wise. With COVID, that's all you needed to do is just wipe, wipe your, your tongue. tongue off. Damn. Why don't we just tell everybody? <laughs> Imagine if we did... A PSA. Yeah. <laughs> wipe, wipe, wipe. Eric, you're good. You're good to go. Um, well, LDP, he starts to suspect that it's actually Pete and Nadine who are fucking with him. Because, Nadine. Yeah. But then he finds Pete dead and hanging... Uh, from the ceiling, and Nadine is dead as well. Well, there was a confusing thing for me. This is where he slips in the blood. And then he he has to deal with the, this person outside who's, like, blocking the door with their car. Mm-hmm. And is it... There's someone who's, like, in completely, like... Like, something similar to Nadine's, like, wind... Or, no, sorry, raincoat. Mm-hmm. And they, like, run up and jump right in his face. And then suddenly he's bleeding on his back. Is that just from the blood on the ground? Yeah. So, okay. So, like, everything that Laura says on the phone ends up happening to LDP. And it's one thing if someone puts a rat in your food because you're sure that's going to happen. But how are you sure that someone's going to slip on bloody footprints? Like, if he didn't slip, it wouldn't have been a correlation there. Yeah. It, it, that's the biggest problem you have with this episode, John. I'm, just buckle up. I'm just saying. There's some There's some issues. Did, did you... Um, uh, I don't want to get too far ahead. Never mind. Um, but yeah, so yeah, he he tries to get out after slipping in the thing, and then someone's got their car parked like a foot and a half away from the door, which you could easily fit out of. Mm-hmm. And also, this is a radio station. There's gonna be more than one exit. exit yeah. yeah, but no, he he he's like, you know what? Going back in, going on the air. Um, and we see that uh, the guy uh, who 
we see a guy and it's the pizza delivery man and he is holding up a cell phone and talking into it and his voice is coming out as Laura's. So yeah, we well, th- this is, that. that's a little further ahead. I was, I was thinking um, when he's looking at the, the webcam shots. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he like looked in the, mir- in the, the reflection of uh, the window. And that's when you see like a, a person there for a second, and and then he's looking at all these different monitors that have shots with the webcam, which I'm, we're assuming are just going to their website. But I don't, I don't understand the whole thing anyway. Nobody's. I'll tell you right now. Nobody is going on their website. No. Nobody's going on that. I want to go on it. No, you don't. It's not fun. It's going to be still frames of LDP wearing masks and shit. Yeah. Like, It'll be. Is that exciting or fun it, or anything? It's gonna be tripod. Remember that one. Tripod was like the, you could build your own website kind of thing. Oh, it's like GeoCities or something? It's just like GeoCities. Oh, my God. I wonder if I could find my old GeoCities one. I don't think those servers are still up, dude. That'd be so fun to do. Yeah. Um, you guys could see my old Marilyn Manson page with just GIFs. Or excuse me, not even GIFs, JPEGs. JPEGs, yep. Mine was just like me being like, yeah, I'm pretty cool, dude. Yeah. I just want to meet girls from a different school. <laughs> I had my mine was Marilyn Manson fan page. When you would hit it, it would have a MIDI playing song of "Sweet Dreams." Oh, sweet dreams! Dreams. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, nice setup. Um, but he does. Um, so we he basically like the, the reveal is that the pizza guy is the is Laura. Laura, and he's also the stuttering dude from the earlier who was trying to tell his story. He does a double slow turn too. LDP does. You see that? What when he's like can sense someone behind him? Slow turn. And then a second slow turn when he looks at the webcam and he's like, uh, and well, it ends with our pizza guy having tied up LDP and he's telling, he's pretending to be LDP on the radio. Yeah. He's somehow changing his voice without a voice changer or cell phone. Yeah. He can sound exactly like LDP and somehow he stutters when his voice but he doesn't stutter when he's doing other people's voices well that that just that, do someone else's voice that makes sense does you know, it yeah of course like he, when he's playing a character he's not himself he's he's a, he's a method actor he he just disengages his original personality and becomes someone else it's like the nutty uh, professor <laughs> except without some sort of uh, elixir that i never Murphy. finished that movie it was too bad the original no oh the eddie, eddie murphy. murphy one. Oh yeah the original is great i'm sure it is Professor Frank, Professor Frank, he he uh, he makes you laugh. He makes you think. <laughs> yeah, he, he does it in one episode of The Simpsons. Ah, flubber. Oh, that's a drink. Take a drink. It's Simpsons flubber. ref. What do you think of flubber? Didn't see it. Uh it'd be fun to have. Anyhow, so they got LDP tied up, and he's uh, right before it goes to dead air. He says he's gonna be killing him, and that's the way it ends. LDP is getting his, you know, what is it called? He's getting his comeuppance. Yeah, he's getting his, finally. And how about that? I love how they just introduced at the very last second this random, like, couple of people in the car. They're like, oh, man, I really wanted to hear that ended. Yeah. And I was like, no, that's, I don't believe this, that there was somebody up making out in their car at 3.55. And- no, 3.59, baby. And they were, like, jazzing this. Like, like he was like, she was like, you want to do something? And he's like, no, 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 shut up. I want to hear the end of the story. So after the episode ends, we got a little um, Henry Rollins, and he says something where he's like, calls them pains in the asses. Oh, yeah. It's like, that. Um, that's the thing with pains in the asses. They always piss off the, you know, everyone else until they get the wrong one or something like that. I'm like, it's always 
I don't know. It sounds weird, pain in the asses. Even though it's probably right, pains in the asses. Yeah, butt fucking. I know, but just pluralizing both of them just seems kind of weird and awkward. Just like Henry Rollins. Yep. He seems particularly angry in this episode. I think it's because it's like the second one he's done. This is for like an hour, like four of him just like regurgitating. I think he says a total of, between both of the half episodes, I think he says a total of like six or seven sentences total. It's, it's not literally much. one line, one line, done, episode, one line, one line, done, episode, well, my, one line, one line. One of my, well, we'll get to it in just a sec. Let's do a creepy crawler score for the first half, okay? Um, here, um, you want to go first? Sure. Um, so this has two things I love, LDP and Shock Jock radio hosts. Um, that's going to bump it up. The only problem that I have with this episode is that I don't think the twist is enough of a twist. Um, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, the person who called first on the phone who's acting weird is going to be killing you. I was like, okay, I kind of felt like I saw that a long way away. So it really wasn't much of a changing of expectations. Um, I thought the webcam shit was funny. Um, uh, I was really grossed out by the dead rat in the coffee. Um, I might show this to somebody if they're into this kind of thing. Uh, I guess I'm going to give it like mm, 7.5. Very good score. Uh, I'm very similar to you on, on that as well. Similar to you, of course, the, you know, like the first, it's like any sort of movie or TV show where they're like, oh, the first person, oh no, he's not going to be the one. Like they really try and downplay like. Like want to get that person in, or they that try to suspect. throw some red herrings in there. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I was, you know, they really were went heavy handed with having the janitor and Nadine being like, "Oh, these are the ones who are, or you know, going to get back with him because he's like kind of menacing." You know, gives him the fist, like, eh, "You're going to get yours." So immediately, you know, as someone who watches these shows all the time, we both, of course, came to you know, the the realization that it was not going to be either of them. And uh, LDP sells it well, though. You know, for watching basically one actor for 30 minutes, you know, on screen by himself for the most part. Talking to himself. I think he did a good job, yeah. Uh, I don't think a lot of actors could carry that spot. And he pulled, again, he pulls it off perfectly. He he plays the perfect douchebag. Um, I I, I would almost say he's better than Rick the Rake. He well, Rick the Rake has sound effects and stuff, and people actually listen to it. That's true. Yeah. Oh yeah, this guy's got the. And he plays like newer music. Remember, there was a band called Human Sandwich. Human Sandwich. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Two years ago, baby. Oh jeez. Um. But yeah, yeah. He, he. What are you gonna give it? I'm gonna give this one. Um, I'm gonna go directly with you. Seven point five. Creepy crawlers. That's uh yeah that's a tie for us. I I th- I think I would show this to someone else. Um, the acting was was pretty spot on. The the, the story itself was okay, but this was fun. Like if anyone who was like uh, grew up like in around when we did, like if they're like oh Lou Diamond Phillips in, in an episode episode with Henry Rollins as the narrator or the host. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So this is the second half of this episode of Night Visions. Yes. What's this one called? Renovation. Renovation. And, um... Henry Rollins, uh... Oh, wait. Let's do some drinking game rules for this. Oh, yeah. Uh, so for this one, I said, waterfall your beer, uh, while he's doing the fix, uh, fixing up repair montage. Yeah, uh, drink when you see someone 
holding a bottle or tempted by drinking a bottle of booze. Also, take a drink whenever you see the spinning balls. Oh, yeah. That sounds weird. Yeah, it does. Um, but uh, I want to talk about the Henry Rollins part because he is delivers this line so funny. Uh, he goes, it's a fixer-upper. Like, he's pissed off. Like, you've already been like, what's up with the shitty house? He's like, it's a fixer-upper. Like, he's already upset with you. I thought it was going to be a dump, and you get inside, and you're like, oh, no, they just have carpet. Yeah. Like, which which comes out. The inside of this house and the outside don't look the same. No. It's like House of Leaves. Ooh, great book. Yeah. I forget I, who wrote it. Um, But you can Google it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the way this episode starts is uh, there's a domestic violence uh, fight happening between uh, husband and wife, and there's a baby in the in a uh, not a stroller but a uh, crib, yeah, and is watching. And then this altercation between these two people ends in it's a gunshot. A gunshot, yeah, and it's the classic, you know, hey, open the door. It's just like this, like you know, the very abusive uh, father couple, yeah, husband, yes. Um, and and the then kid witnesses it. Kid witnesses it, and then it cuts to 30 years later. Yeah. Um, they go back to the same house, um, and this family is, uh, it's a couple with a little baby, and they are looking at the same house uh, that this murder supposedly happened in. I guess you can assume it's murder. Yeah, well, they... They they have to disclose this. Yeah. Which I wonder is a, is a real thing. It really is. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. So... Oh, I should tell you about the studio then. Oh, God, what happened? Yesterday, I murdered murdered someone here was it friend of the podcast marcus no it was a bunch of semen <laughs> oh my god they you murdered them yeah you just let them dry out yep oh boy uh so just kidding i do not jerk off in the studio when they're when they're looking around Disclaimer. the house yeah fyi when they're looking around the house there's a room that they can't open because it's closed with a padlock um and uh the the guy the husband of the couple his name is keith and he does construction or, or carpentry or something like that. And the whole plan is to fix up this old dilapidated house. Yeah, cool, because he said he's like, we're going to buy this house. We'll take an offer. It's $100,000 cheaper because someone got killed in it. Okay, nothing can go wrong there, of course. <laughs> uh, and they make an offer. They get the house. And he's like, I'll take time off. I'll take vacation time that I've all built up and work on getting rid of this nasty carpet. And they... <laughs> And that carpet comes out so easily. Oh yeah, there's no, no glue or okay, nails. Yeah. So drinking during the um, the montage scene, drink. Uh, he just literally puts like the back of a hammer in it, and it's just like whoosh, comes right out. And I've pulled carpets before when when I've worked various jobs. It fucking sucks to do. It's I'll not take your word very, for it. I've never done easy. it, but yeah, I would have to assume it's way more difficult than this. Um, so well, I work with my hands. You're. A, I'm more of a what? An artist. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I won't argue with that. Yep. Uh, so Keith skips his AA meeting, lending you to like kind of be in the know that that's, he's that's an the, alcoholic. Yeah. He's had problems with alcohol before. But they didn't even bring it up. They're like, do you find that AA meeting? He's like, nah, I didn't go. I'm like, oh, God, this guy. So at first I think uh, Relatable. I, was, I was like, you know what this is? This is The Shining. I wrote that down instantly. I was like, this is The Shining. You got a couple, and then the husband's, like, doing in a, something. In a, in a murder house. In a murder house. Hotel. With a child. Mm. And someone else was murdered there. Yep. And, uh... A ticking time bomb of a dad. Yeah. Alcoholic. And then, you know, the, the wife who kind of, like... She's fine. She's all right. She actually does a good job acting, too. 
Yeah. I think the um, the baby could have done more. <laughs> yeah, the ba- <laughs> Lazy baby ass. really fucking screwed it up. Um, so this is uh, Keith lays down and has a nightmare. And I th- wrote, I was like, he's having a nightmare about being in a Chuck E. Cheese ball pit. There's just like yeah. a bunch of spinning balls. And <laughs> that, I didn't know what the great. hell it was. No, I thought for a bit, um, the first time I saw it, I thought it was, because it's like a liquid kind of almost it looks like. I thought it was booze and pills. That I was like, was oh, weird. this guy's getting flashbacks to one who is a big time addict, and those are like reds because they're reds and greens, which is a term for like um, pill pills, yeah. yeah. And so I was like, oh, this guy was a pill popper and a drinker, and he's getting these like withdrawal or man it, after my own heart, yeah, <laughs> popping pills and drinking booze. You're like, get the wife out of the picture. <laughs> <laughs> That's how most of my dreams are anyway. I see them just swirling around me. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Um, in the middle of the night, he wakes from his dream because he hears a man shouting. And it sounds just like the man from the beginning of the episode yeah, 30 it, years it's ago. It's almost verbatim like kind of the same thing. So what does he do? He pulls out his pistol. Yeah. Because he's got one and he keeps it loaded next to the bed. It's like R. Kelly. Pull out my gun. So I pull out my gun. Yep. Y'all killing me. Anyway. Anyway, enough our Kelly talk. We got the another repair montage, uh, and then while this is happening, he starts hearing more voices, and you can hear both sides of the argument going down. And uh, one of the things I thought was really strange about this episode is that like they only refer to their baby as baby. Yeah, they don't. They, they don't give it a name. They don't give it a name. If it does have a name. And I was like, at first, I was like, okay, so this kid at the beginning 30 years ago that's got to be this guy right so yeah. he comes back to his own house unknowingly to like fix it up and he's haunted by some shit um but then the fact that they didn't say the baby's name for his kid i was like oh wait maybe he's that baby and he's remembering things weird like the fact that they called the baby baby fucked me up and made me so suspicious of everything yeah i don't even i'm trying to look right now i don't even see well they're not gonna give the baby a a credit in IMDb and say like well you never know if it became you know it it became yeah they don't give it a credit sorry deal with it idiots <laughs> um that's terrifying oh yeah so there's the scene where um he has been tripping out all day hearing voices and the wife gets home and mom wants to fuck in the dining room oh not just in the dining room she wants to fuck in every room. I mean, you kind of do that when you first move into a place and you're with a significant but, other, right? Yeah. Well, like, you know, it's so funny because she's trying to, it feels to me like she's trying to, like, fuck him out of being crazy. Like, <laughs> she's like, she's we've like, this baby that's been keeping us up. The baby's asleep. He hasn't been going to AA meetings. Yeah. And she's like, maybe this sweet, sweet poon will, will be enough to uh, get him back on the right track. Sweet, sweet can. And then he starts to... Uh, hearing voices again yeah uh she was she was a babe though too i thought like a 90s style yeah she's okay or 2000 early 2000s uh so he sees a man there's like a so he's like messed around with his wife and then all of a sudden behind him in the doorway there's a man standing there watching and then they turn around and look and he's not there again but um she doesn't notice yeah he does and he stops making out with her she's like oh, maybe you just don't find me sexy anymore or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, 
basically. He doesn't say anything, but that implies his guilt. I would just be like, oh, I just saw a person that wasn't there. That's why my dick's not hard right now. Uh, that, well, who may or may not be my father. Well, he goes and sees the same man later that night, in the middle of the night. And I think by this point, he realizes that he's seeing something that's not there. Yeah. Um, he realizes that he's just seeing things. And then the man who he's seeing gets drunk and smashes a bottle. Uh, Mom gets home to find Keith drunk. This is when he just, like, doesn't give a shit, you know? Oh, yeah. Dude, this was the funniest thing. What was the line he said? He's like, he's like what's this? He's like, it's an empty bottle. <laughs> saddest thing for a man to sit their side on oh my god goes over it gets another bottle of the same booze he's on fire oh yeah and he, i love how long they do with the pour like when he like when he's opening oh, the yeah. bottle it's like 25 seconds of like it's not just like a splash it's like all right here's a drinking game rule pour start pouring your beer when he starts pouring the booze and yeah. then once he's done you can stop and then drink it oh jeez. uh use your discretion please well, if you do it with beer you'll be all right or just water it down. Yeah. Put, throw a couple ice cubes in there. Uh, so he, uh, while the wife was out, he ends up going into the room that had the padlock on it, and he finds an old crib, an old toy, and, like, one other thing. I'm trying to remember what it was. Uh, this reminded me of, well, the, anyway, I can't remember what it was, but basically he, like, loses it. He's, well, this is, okay, this is all, in, this is like when the big confrontation happens, yes? Yeah, he starts arguing with her. And you get the, they're doing this flashback and forth between the past. What, what you're assuming, you you come to find out is him watching his parents, which is the opening scene. That's well, not him, is it? Yeah, because that's his dad, who's the, the guy that is falling around. Are we sure it's his dad? Yep. Does he say dad at any point? It's in the in the credits. Oh, he's credited as dad? Yep. I can show you. Uh, so the only way you would know from watching this episode is from going on IMDb. It's dad from past. Then well, because then they show, they show like the... Well, I thought the, it was like the like, birth from watching whatever. it, but I wasn't sure. Like, I guess I was like, the way this episode played out, I thought it was supposed to be ambiguous. No. And but, I thought I was just leaning towards it, but no. I guess I was right. So, yeah, well, he was becoming his dad. Just like, you know, like his his addiction that his dad had, he, you know, was following the same footsteps. That's why the dad kept being like... It's tragic, really. Yeah. I wonder what that's like. <laughs> um, hey, dads. So, uh, he starts arguing and he hits her, and then uh, she's like, has a little blood. It, and What does he say? He's like... Oh, the dad's like, give her a smack or something like that. Yeah. And, he, and then she's like, tries to be all slick, and, and he's like, I'm just going to take the kid and... Yeah, he's really channeling Jack Nicholson in this part. Oh, yeah. Um, so... You think you can play me? Yeah. Or, or pull a fast one on me or something like that? Yeah, he goes he goes into the, the baby's room, and uh, he's about to grab the kid. He's like, wait, he's holding the gun, right? Yeah. And then sees, oh, guess what that is? The baby no, toy... Well, he, he he shoots a shot off too. Yeah, and you think the wife's dead, the mom, but she's not. It's a red herring. No, she just got a little grazing bullet on her shoulder. Something. She's not dead. Uh, she shows up just in the nick of time. Um, but the thing that stops him is not her. It's the swirling balls. It's the baby toy. The baby toy. And he gets into the crib. <laughs> And, and, and sitting there and like holding it in front of his face and playing with it, it somehow regresses him back to a baby. Yeah. And now is 
has taken away all his power, so now he's cool again. And yeah. or not cool and again. He he's loves fucked up. that toy. His brain broke. Yeah. Uh, and he's just like swirling it around. Too. He's really going to town on it. So then, mom grabs the baby. She gets away clean. Yeah, and what's he say at the end there? What, what's uh, Henry Rollins? Yeah, it's something dumb. <sighs> Henry Rollins, it's not bringing it to this episode like I wish he would. He doesn't bring it to any episode. I guess I, I, I wish that the things he was saying was more. I don't know, like Rod Serling, kind of like. Oh, we didn't even touch on the uh, the, the whole basement thing. Oh no. They're like, remember, he's like, the, the reader was like, yeah, this thing's been padlocked for years. No, that's what I was talking about when I was talking about the padlocked room. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But then they go down there and there's like not really any real significance it brings to the story. Except for that's where he finds the toy in the crib. Right. So okay, I guess that kind of unlocks his insanity. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, never mind. Just kidding. I retract my No, we dog. figured it out. We yeah. got it. We did it. We're doing it. All right, let's give this uh, bad boy some. Oh, all right. Um, I'll go first. Go. Um, so this one was fairly lackluster. Um, this was what's his name from um, Shawshank Redemption. Yes, Tommy. Yeah. Uh, great name. And um, what I, what I kept on thinking was going to happen because they always had these, these shots of the kid, which ended up being you know because they they wanted to show the significance the between him as a kid and then his child. I thought the kid was going to have some like like the shining supernatural ability of some sort. You know what would be great is uh, if uh, it cuts to thirty years later again. Same thing. <laughs> the little baby's there and now it's grown up. They have like some flying cars and shit in the background. Yeah. No, but I I kept on thinking like because they, especially at the beginning when they when they're putting that kid in the crib, they also in the very opening scene when they're looking through the house they have the kid in like the little um, carriage, carrier, the carrier thing, and they just put him into an empty room and they're like, all right, let's go take out, check out the rest of the house. I'm like, why don't you just carry your kid with you? Nah, in some strange house you've never been inside of with might a be, weird padlocked door. Might be lousy with rats. Yeah. Right. Um, but no, I thought I thought the kid was gonna have some sort of special power. Um, I thought the acting was was not bad. Uh, he does a pretty good job when he's drunk, uh, and she does a really good job as well too. The, the baby can stuck it. Um, <laughs> overall, though, would I show it to someone? No, I'm gonna go right down the middle with a five out of ten creepy crawlers. All right, five out of five. I mean, 10. <laughs> Alrighty, and for my creepy caller review, uh, I'm going to... Well, the thing is this. I guess I think I was swayed by associating this with The Shining. And I somehow thought, oh, this is just some ghost who's, like, possessing him, or there's some weird evil energy, and now he's doing the same thing to his kid. But I didn't even put it together that that was supposed to be his dad oh yeah um if if i had ha i had to look at the credits to figure that out then i'd have to say there's something wrong with the storytelling on this um for a 20 minute bit about a guy kind of slowly becoming unhinged and you know spiraling down into alcoholism um i guess he could have been slapping the wife around a little bit more earlier um and that way by the time he pulls the gun it's a little more severe kind of like uh, upping the stakes. Um, yeah, but, it, does, it does, like, 
sharply changed. Like at first you're like, oh, he's like going to pay the house. He's going to take some time off, be with his family. And all of a sudden he's like, now he's fucking pulling guns on people. Yeah, I think I would have liked a device like in The Shining where, you know, she finds his thing. It's like all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. I wish there was some type of way where she like saw something or whatever that like indicated to her that he was slowly losing it. It was just a one scene where there's a bottle, empty bottle of booze. Well, also then he's like, oh, I had the dream again. And I guess he's told her about the dream, but... I'm not sure if that he's only been having those dreams since he's been in the house or if he's always had those dreams his whole life. Probably since he uh, stopped drinking. Well, and then I'm curious, is he now like completely mentally stunted? Is he a baby again in his head there's or is not this temporary? Enough, yeah, that's why there's no answers. So we don't know like what happens. Like, What does she do? Is she just like, oh, all right, you're the baby now. Just... It'd be cool if he blew his own head off. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh... I don't know. This one was not a lot of fun, um, especially compared to the one before it. Um, I guess I'll give it a... I'm going to go lower than you. I'll give it a 4.5. Okay. That's a very reasonable score. Yeah, it just didn't do it for me. So I guess averaging those scores, I'd give it a 5.5. Let's see. um, That's close enough. Yeah. I'll give it a 5.5. Yeah, I'm going to go with that too. In the sense that I'd tell someone to watch it, but if they weren't digging the second part i could be like all right let's change it yeah i agree fair score fair score um let's put that in the wiki put it in the wick um and is there anything else you want to touch on before we go on to an email yeah nothing in particular for this episode except for i there are some episodes where henry rollins does a little bit better this one i just thought was so funny i love just i just love the part where he just looks at the screen and goes it's a fixer-upper yeah just like uh you're acting yeah <laughs> Zing! Got him! Um, but yes. We recently got a, a email. Yeah, we forgot to do it last week. It's really good. Um, it's a question about horror movies. So we usually talk about horror anthology shows, but we love horror in all shapes and forms. So we're going ahead and take this question as well. Uh, it's kind of weirdly worded, but the long and short of it is, um, what single, what standalone movie deserves a franchise? And, you know, this could be, like, um, I don't know. I guess Candyman has sequels. Like, Hellraiser has sequels. The Leprechaun has sequels. Like, a lot of horror films, usually if it's well, like, made or good in any way, usually they'll get a sequel. Even Pumpkinhead got a sequel. That movie's bad. Yeah, it it's not good. No, it's terrible. Um, I actually was going to look up one. I forgot about this question. And I got one ready to go. Fire it off if you're ready. This movie I watched when I was nine years old, and it gave me terrible nightmares, and I still love it to this day. It doesn't scare me anymore, but I still fucking love it. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, yeah. I loved this movie. It made me feel really weird. You might dig this. Hold on. Listen to this. Uh, so I, there's this, this scene where there's, like, clowns that are, like, you know, killing people, but then there's two, like, girl clowns, and they, like fuck two human dudes and like their boobs get bigger and i watched it at a really weird time in my development and i was like wait a minute what's going on here i'm like am i supposed to think these like clown monsters are hot it was really confusing for me oh man there is there's a lot to unpack with that yeah i oof. so i don't have a clown fetish or anything weird like that okay Mm. yeah (laughs) i swear why why is there a inflatable balloon in your bag I get off on the balloons. Yeah. Um, so, yes, Killer Clowns Matter Space. 
Um, the special effects are done by Howlin' Mad George, um, who is a legend in the special effects, practical uh, effects world. Uh, what year was that movie? I'm looking it up right now, actually. I know. that can hear the beating of your Oh, keyboard. they already did make a second one. No, they didn't, did they? Killer Clowns from Outer Space 2. What? For real? 3D. What year? Hang on. Uh, looks like it got like got like partway through development and then it um So it doesn't have a sequel, right? Uh, I was gonna say if it does have a sequel, I need to watch this. Uh what I think what happened is it was in uh development a couple years back and uh they must have just gotten dropped with like, their funding and stuff because it was supposed to be live action and then it became um animated three D. Uh-huh. And they 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 canned it. I can't believe this. This is so. It's supposed to be a trilogy. Oh man, have yeah. you ever seen this movie? It's so fucking. Yeah, good. of course I've seen it. Oh my god, I love it. Fucking people wrapped up in it cotton candy me. and silly Ugh. straws and all that, and then you watch it now and it's like supposed to be campy, but like when you're a kid, you don't know that. I remember I watched it with my brother. My brother was seven and he wasn't scared, but I was. And even t- I remember when people were like, "Have you seen it? It's so scary." And I didn't think it was scary at all. If you see Tim Curry in that makeup and compare it to one of these monster clowns, forget yeah, about it. It's no nothing. Way. Doesn't hold a candle nope, to it. Not at all. Um, for me, uh, and forgive me if I'm wrong, but um, movie you showed me years ago, actually, uh, what is it called? The, like the Cube? Cube. Cube. It has two sequels. It does? It does. Oh. Um, and then the other one is, um, which might also have a sequel too, is the one where they find that thing... An under in a, under the sea where uh, it's got like Sam Jackson I think in it or something and they deep blue sea with the sharks no not deep blue sea it's it's like the the abyss the abyss yeah I don't think he's Samuel Jackson is not in that but the abyss is uh, that's where like they find the, the alien craft and, yeah. and like people start being able to, like they all kind of like, rotate like wait you're thinking of sphere sphere that's what I was thinking of sphere yeah. would be cool Michael Crichton wrote that. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah. Sphere, would be, I think, would be a, a really good. Uh, I think they made a they made Jurassic Park, and everyone's like, Michael Crichton's on fire. He did uh, Outbreak. Yeah. That? Oh my God, Outbreak. Yeah. And that that movie, like uh, that scene with the little fucking monkey. Mm-hmm. I hate. I, like that actually made me like like creepy, not scared, but just I felt creeped out. I don't like any movies that mess with animals, even if it's fake. It still makes me sad. Yeah, I did it. Hey, what about Cujo? Mm, you were on the dog side? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, lady. Yep. <laughs> and kid. Um, but yeah, I think I think that would be a sphere, right? Sphere. I read the book, I remember I liked it. I wonder if there is a like a follow up book or Square. Square. <laughs> Triangle. <laughs> Rectangle. What did you like Sphere? I remember liking it. I think I saw it in the theater and that was the last time I saw it. And mm-hmm. I have to assume what it's what ninety seven or something like that. Easily, yeah. yeah. It's it's an old one. Yeah, but um, yeah. Uh, do we have a good hashtag for people to tweet at us what they think should be um their remake? Hashtag Squeakwool. Squeakwool, or Shriekwool. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. All right. Um, but yeah, that's uh that's gonna be do it for me. Um, if we... you guys want to ask us a question, feel free to email us. Uh huh. Our email is shortandspooky at gmail.com. Yep. Or tweet at us. Um, our Twitter handle is at shortandspooky. Or uh, check out our webcam on our uh, GeoCities website. Yeah, it takes a few minutes to upload the picture. 
but uh, it'll be totally worth it because we wear masks in every one, so you can't tell that it's us. Yep. And uh, John's uh, Marilyn Manson. And I'm always standing behind you with a knife. Yep. Just like in real life. Yeah, I can feel your breath on me. That's not, that's not, we're not supposed to be doing that, even though we're, we're safely quarantined. Man, listen, Tommy the Third's not going to come from nowhere. The fourth. Fourth, excuse me. Sorry. May the fourth be with you. Sorry, son. Yeah. I already forgot your birthday. Um, but anyway, yeah. Thanks again, everyone, for uh, tuning in. Um, thanks again for dads, Alameda, moms. Um, All of our usual fans, the shorties and the spookies. Yeah. Well, uh, let's see. We'll do another uh, uh, Night Visions November. And do we have one picked out yet? Yes, I know that just the one. Okay, just the one. Mm-hmm. All right, bye, y'all. All right, see you next week, guys. If you're interested in obscure and little-seen sci-fi television, you might enjoy our podcast, Continuum Drag. We're a recap and review podcast watching science fiction TV and TV movies from the 60s to now. We've covered Galactica 1980, Almost Human, The Quester Tapes, Space Above and Beyond, Genesis 2, Tech War, Planet of the Apes, and many more. You can get Continuum Drag wherever you get podcasts.